Welcome to the Fit and Addicts. I'm joined with Ligia Hubin, grief specialist and author. Hi, Ligia. How are you today? Hi, Susie. How are you? This is such an amazing, amazing opportunity to be speaking with you. Thank you, Ligia. We feel the same way. We're really excited about this topic. Very, very important to all of us. And so let's go ahead and get started. If you could share a little bit about your background and area of expertise. Thanks. Yes, as you said, my specialty is grief. That's where, well, more than specialty, no? It's where my heart is. Because when I was 12 years old, I lost my father. I'm from Nicaragua. And when he died, it was, you know, huge loss, very painful, you know, loss. And that's what inspired me, Susie, to eventually study you know, psychology, loss and healing, becoming a certified grief counselor and doing some life transitions coach now because, you know, expanding, you know, from grief into growth. So that has been the, the reason, that has been the inspiration for me to do what I do now. Excellent, Ligia. Now, tell us a little bit about how the pandemic has affected your business. The pandemic, yes, I'm talking about losses, right? Talking about losses. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The thing is that the pandemic is a collective loss, as we know, and it has like multiple losses, no different levels. And at the same time, I was going through a personal loss. And I haven't told you this, and we're going, you know, I'm going to share it. Because as I said, I lost my father when I was 12. And then I took care of my mom, my beloved mother. And she was a hundred. She lived with, with me, my husband and I, and she died in June, past, you know, mm-hmm. last June. So just in the middle of the pandemic. So that was, you know, a very painful loss as well. Two months before 101. So that was something you know, very close to my heart also. And then how to deal with the pandemic, then when we're talking about different types of losses with the pandemic. So, and we have read and we know people that besides losing a loved one, how to celebrate, you know, the, 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 how to have the wake, how to have the funeral, how to celebrate their lives when we do not have the support that helps us tremendously, Susie. So that Mm -hmm. is another layer, you know, another extra loss to the loss we're experiencing. Now, with the pandemic and how it affected my business, I have taken some time off because of my mom. So I was taking care of her. So I was balancing out in, you know, having some clients, seeing some clients and taking care of my mom. And I stopped seeing people, you know, face to face. And then I moved into what we're doing, into either Zoom or FaceTime but few, very few clients because I was also having my own personal space. So it Mm. was, you know, like balancing out, balancing out, yes. So I'd imagine that um, the support and counseling that you give to your clients now that was taking place within for yourself and for your family. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. And you know what, the... What, because it is a learning experience and I am, I feel so grateful that because I don't know if I also shared with you 
I don't know, actually, if you have seen it maybe in LinkedIn, I don't know, but I created a system that is to help people transform their laws and transform their lives. It's called the 11 Principles of Transformation. And you mm -hmm. know, Susie, that that's and that touches my heart because when I created, you know, it was in, it was introduced in the book Transform the Loss. Mm -hmm. Now, as I experienced the loss of my mom, I found myself actually not knowing, no, not on purpose, but actually doing what I have suggested to others to do. So that gives me a lot of peace and a lot mm -hmm. of joy in a sense that it does work because it has worked for me, you know? And when we talk about loss, the first principle in this case, and I believe that can make a difference in any type of loss we may experience is acceptance. When we accept our new reality, when we accept what has happened to us, in not in a way that, okay, this happened, I'm fine with it like that. No, it's not like that. Is that you condone it or that you know you're okay like that? No. It's well, it's painful. Yes. It really, you know, moved my whole life, shaped my life. Yes. However, it happened. When mm -hmm. we make that decision to accept, not to resist or to deny what has mm -hmm. happened to us, that makes a difference in our own process. Very true, very true, Ligia. I would have to say, as I shared with you previously, um, losing a job uh, definitely is an experience where you feel that sense of, of grief, of loss over something that you know you were a part of. And, and so that transition to move forward, as you say, growth, really depends on, like you said, that acceptance. Okay, this is what happened. And how am I going to move forward? So that 11 principles, why 11 principles, Ligia? You ask me something that is so profound. And well, the book I mentioned to you, Transform Your Loss. I, I wrote it first in Spanish, no? Transforma tu perdida. And when I was writing it, I was talking about the, you know, what loss is, grief, I also have 60 real stories of people that they share their story and each story has a message of strength and growth. And mm -hmm. however, I was like, but I want to give something to the reader. I want to give him some tools, no? So I started writing them, Susie, one, two, like that, da, 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 da. writing, writing, and I stopped. And then I count them, 11. And I'll share, with the, I'll share this with you with all my love and to all people who are listening. When my father died, he, di he died on November the 11th, which is 11-11. So when I stopped there, I was like, oh, how meaningful. I believe a lot of, you know, in finding meaning in things, you know, and all that. Mm -hmm. So for mm -hmm. me, the principles are precious because it is a process. It is a process because first, mm -hmm. of course, as I said, the acceptance, because it's mm -hmm. 11 principles of transformation, no? To transform mm -hmm. your loss and transform your life. So the first mm -hmm. one is acceptance. Then, as I said before, accepting doesn't mean that, okay, that's okay. I accept it and I forget about it. No, 
Because once you accept you have experienced a loss, then what comes after a loss? Of course, it's the grieving process. We grieve over a loss. So mm -hmm. the second principle is live your grief. Because sometimes we do not give ourselves the time to grieve. And if we don't do it, and we just put it on the shelf, and we continue, we ignore it, well, do you know what happens? It is inside mm -hmm. of us. It can be, yeah. you know, internalized. And then what we ignore doesn't cease to exist. It is only repressed. Then we face a trigger, Susie, suddenly, and we are like, ah, where all this is coming up? Well, we didn't process all that pain or mm -hmm. all that anger or all that anxiety or frustration because on the grief, the umbrella, there are so many emotions, so mm -hmm. many emotions, not only sadness. So mm -hmm. that's why I wanted to put them, those two together, accept your loss, live your grief. That is the foundation for me, no? That's the foundation. And then the other elements that you can add, like, you know, the third, your spiritual dimension, the ability to forgive, to be grateful, to love, to express your feelings, to share with mm -hmm. others, to take mm -hmm. care of yourself. That's number six. Because sometimes, and you that you work with wellness, you know how important that is. That mm -hmm. sometimes when we are grieving, the last thing we think is to take care of ourselves. So, mm -hmm. and that may add another layer. So it's important. Take care of ourselves. That's number six, principle six. Then doing some rituals, things that help you process, no? Because doing a ritual is doing something that gives a lot of meaning to our lives. Mm -hmm. Doing rituals. Then living the present, which is being mindful. Then, you know, use your thoughts, modify your thoughts, rebuild your world after your loss, and then visualize the life you want. So it's a process, no? It's that's amazing. Yeah. Now, is there a set timeline, Ligia, that someone would go through these 11 principles of the transformation? Thank you for the question. And the thing is this, that we know that our grief is unique, Susie. Our grief is unique. You are unique. I am unique. Our public, you know, the particles watching is unique. So our grief is unique. And sometimes people ask me, Ligia, for how long the timeline? Well, it depends on us. It depends on us. Now, the way I conceived the principles, and I even have it like an online, you know, online um, program, because if we do it like 12 weeks, it doesn't mean that in 12 weeks, that's it. No, because you can take, you know, right now it's like self-paced. You can take a principle one, maybe a month. The idea would be like a year to do it. But the thing mm -hmm. is that the to the first two, which is accept and live your grief, you can add like without a timeline, you can add, you know, being able to forgive. You can add, you know, expressing yourself. So it, that can happen the first two weeks also. So it depends okay. where you are. But most definitely what I suggest is for the first two to be the foundation, not to jump, you know, the principles. Mm -hmm. And for the last two, rebuild your life, your world and visualize your, li your life to be the last ones, because it's a process. I cannot yes. say to someone who lost a loved one, 
you know, and it's in principle one. Okay, go to principle 10. No, mm -hmm. she needs, she mm -hmm. or he needs to go through the grieving process and adding all those elements. So it depends. But the ideal, I would say, if I would be with you the whole year to be working mm -hmm. each month, a principle, each month. Sometimes with acceptance, it's a process by itself, Susie, because sometimes mm -hmm. acceptance doesn't, you know, doesn't come easy and it may take longer time, you know, for some person to the other. Mm -hmm. So it depends. Your experience, what determines the effect of the, the ability to accept? That first step, that acceptance. Yes. Based on my experience working with the bereaved, the type of loss, the type of loss, the way, and if we are going to, right now, do you want to focus only on the death of a loved one or in general? In general. Okay. Well, because just to mention this, when it's the death of a loved one, is the type, the, the, the way the person died. You know, if it okay. was uh, a homicide, if it was a suicide, if it, if it was overdose, you know, losses that are out of the like, natural, because even though it's interesting, my mother, as I said, she was a hundred. And when she died, it's not that we are prepared intellectually, you know, and I mm -hmm. said, thank you, God, for, you know, giving her, giving me my mom for so many years. However, intellectually, yes. However, the absence, the physical absence, that always, you know, hurts. So it's like mm -hmm. finding that balance, no? However, mm -hmm. the, the type of loss has a lot of to do with acceptance. Now, when we are, let's talk about uh, the loss of a job that you mentioned. If it is something totally mm -hmm. unexpected, that you are doing a great job and suddenly they tell you until, you know, until now you're going to be working here. And then suddenly it's like, what? I was doing such a great job. So what is this? What is happening? So is that lack of, you see, you know, feel like a sense of un injustice. So then you may have some resistance in accepting what happened to you. In a divorce also, it may be that lack of acceptance when you thought maybe that you had a beautiful marriage and suddenly there was a change and then there is a divorce or the possibility to divorce, no? Or when someone marries someone, because we generally, when we get married, we are not planning on getting a divorce. And then the idea of a divorce is something totally against what they expected, maybe sometimes even with their religious beliefs. So acceptance doesn't come easy neither. Many things, when we talk about the loss of homeland for immigrants, that they need to, to you know, that they make the decision and they move from, they leave their homeland and they move somewhere else. And we, we can also have that, that pain and that lack of acceptance, knowing the difference, you know, living in your homeland and moving into a place that you don't know. So sometimes they themselves make it even harder when they have a challenge accepting their new reality. Well said, Ligia. I, I, I appreciate that explanation. I think that does... Um shed a lot of light on individuals and, you know, just understanding either themselves or others that have experienced grief in some way or loss in some way. And it really opens up 
your explanation really opens up the mindset to have a better understanding or comprehension of why some individuals may move forward or excuse me, may accept um, sooner than, than others. So very well said. Speaking of, speaking of moving forward, what is the difference, Ligia, in moving forward versus moving on? What a great question. Thank you for that. Because that is the challenge that the bereaved has, the griever has. That people, and that's maybe it's the, the, not the most common, one of the most common comments I hear from my clients or complaints better that rather that they say people are just like okay move on it's time to move on <gasps> to move on well the thing is that and talking right now the death of a loved one mm-hmm. when we move on the difference is that okay you move on from where you are now and just continue and you leave that behind when you move forward you continue with life with your loved one in your heart because love is eternal so see never ends so when do we stop stop because sometimes people say like when you overcome grief well that's another challenge for me overcome grief love doesn't you know you don't overcome love you may lose a loved one and 10 years after 20 years after there is a mother Mother's Day, there is a Father's Day, and maybe lost your loved one many years after, uh, before. And that thought may, may give you this, of course, not the same intensity that when it happened, because if it is, then we're talking about another type of grief, which is complicated grief. But the thing is that love is eternal. The sense of grief, the sense of uh, absence stays there. So it's a very latent thing, no? Because what we mm-hmm. do is we learn to live with that loss, especially when we're mm-hmm. talking about the loved one. Now, when we are talking about a divorce or a loss of a job, people may say, okay, move on. It's time to move on. They may say, and people say these things with, the, with their best intention. I do believe in that, you know? However, it's like maybe they are seeing yourself stuck and then they give you the suggestion, move on, it's about time. However, it's you that you are the only one that knows because in your case, mm-hmm. for example, you moved forward into expanding your vision, expanding mm-hmm. your mindset into something else to do because the experiences that we have in life, we bring them always with us. So it's not just like to cut dry, that's it, and then no. You move forward like with all this, you know, these talents, these skills that you have and you move forward. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Lydia. Now, let me ask you this. What type of services do you provide? And are they remote, virtual or do you do space to face still? I do. Actually, I do. I do both because, as I said, just before my mom died, then I was doing, uh, you know, remotely and, you know, very, very few. Then when she died, I took, you know, a couple of weeks off and then I continued. I started again and I do it, you know, like Zoom, FaceTime. And I started working here at the center again, maybe back, back in October. I think back in October. Yes. So I see 
most most of my clients now they are you know they are willing to come they like to come however i still see clients you know remotely i do life transitions coaching so it's when people go through a transition that is challenging that may feel stuck that may feel that they don't they don't know what to do so i work a lot with stress a lot i like it a lot mm-hmm. with fear that oh, that is also something else that i work a lot and with the spiritual aspect of the person i do meditation i used to have meditation classes here at the center but with the pandemic is you know they're not public anymore i do it for private groups or one on one but right now not public so that's basically what i well and i do i do presentations you know i do speaking engagements yeah of different sources and different topics not only grief but in that level and that's something i don't know if you have seen it in linkedin but this is something that happened that it was a blessing especially when i was going through my own loss it was such a blessing that i was given the opportunity to to work with the alliance for aging here in miami i'm in miami florida and we are offering zoom meetings every week and it's in english and spanish and and these meetings are like webinars and i cover different topics to help people in different aspects because generally you know at the beginning it was because of the pandemic so they wanted to give people skills or tools to deal with different challenges with the pandemic so it was so beautiful because i believe that when we help others we help ourselves i believe in that so that was that has been an amazing opportunity and it was you know very well liked that we started again in january so now we are we did 20 so 20 english 20 in spanish so 40 and then we started again another series and we're finishing on may So that was that was yeah. That is awesome. I didn't know about that. So that is open to anybody who would like to join virtually. Yes, and they are free because the alliance is sponsoring them. Awesome. So we finishing May. I don't remember the date specifically, but mm-hmm. um if you want, I can send you the link afterwards and you can share it because it's free. It's on Fridays mm-hmm. at 3 p.m. Eastern time, English. Mm-hmm. and the same topic in spanish at 6 p.m. on fridays so perfect yeah. perfect lydia this is awesome great. it has been great yes well i would have to say that you know it it takes us back to this whole topic of conversation um with grief uh the pandemic loss and that to have the ability when you can to work through it through the 11 principles of transformation and at the end what can come out of it can be so amazing and and helpful not just for ourselves but others for instance what you're doing there with the alliance for aging i feel like the fitnatics is an excellent opportunity to share everyone's gifts with others to learn and to help themselves and whatever struggles they may be having so i think that you know i i do feel that through those processes and that transformation we can see as they say you know light at the end of the tunnel. Oh yes. Yes. Hope. Absolutely. Hope. Hope and you know what Susie I get that's a whole thing. Hope is what moves us. It's like that engine you know that moves us. 
And sometimes mm -hmm. when I say, you know, when I do the seminars, because I used to do this seminar, Transforming Grief and Loss, I did it for PESI. It, this is an organization that they, they provide continuing education credits for mental health professionals. It was a beautiful opportunity. And, and I did it for five years. And that's when I went and visit, visited Texas. And as I used to tell them, well, maybe at the beginning, you cannot open the, you know, the whole door to allow a light, a ray of light to come mm -hmm. into your life. And I would have like a graphic, you know, that showed that in a PowerPoint that I had. However, sometimes just let's open a small window, a tiny window, and just allow a little ray of light to come in. And that ray of light is hope, just yeah. tiny. And then as we process, as we grow, as we process, as we find meaning, hopefully, in what has happened to us, then we open all that window and that ray of light can take, you know, can come in and take us because that's yeah. beautiful. And that can Excellent. happen actually, yeah. Let me ask you, Ligia, how do you stay fit and active? <laughs> I love the question. Well, yes. And, and actually, actually, and this, you're going to like this. For grief, I totally believe in exercise because it's a way, you know, we can change our emotions, you know, or the emotion that, you know, our emotional state, we can change it when we change our physical state. And that is something I did. I love to go walking and uh, I, I love to, you know, to, to, to take care of myself. And what I did after my mom, my mother died, I ordered because back then, you know, I haven't, I haven't gone actually back to the gym yet. So I ordered an elliptical, you know, home to have it mm -hmm. home because I knew it was going to help me also with my emotional state. And let me tell you, it was one of the greatest decisions I've made lately. It was great. It is great. So I totally suggest people, if you are grieving, if you are stressed out, do exercise. You know, of course, if your health allows it and with your doctor, it's okay, right? We always say that <laughs> like a disclaimer, but it is. it has helped me tremendously my, you know, to feel that I am taking, taking charge of that that I still have control over that. Because when we are experiencing a loss, we may feel out of control because we may not have control of what happened to us. It happened. However, taking care of ourselves, it's still under our control. And we can do that. Our exercise, you know, to, to eat healthy, you know, healthy choices. We can do all that and we feel better. So absolutely, that has played a huge role in my own, you know, healing process. And, and always, I like, you know, I embrace exercise, yes. Awesome, Ligia. I, I love that you said that for sure. <laughs> and on that note, I definitely want to thank you for your time and your super valuable information today, Ligia. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, Susie. It has been beautiful to be with you, you know, sharing this time together. Thank you for every single person that has watched us and I send you all a warm and loving hug. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for joining us today on the Fit and Addicts.